Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 335. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Which doesn't exist. Zip code 63. Yeah. It just goes on and on. Yeah. It just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Till the break of dawn. Oh, look at you. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of, you know, me and my old school hip hop. I do. Yeah. 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 So. I didn't know that was a thing, but all right. Yeah. I was more of the break dancer. Interesting. Right. I was the did hype. not see that coming. Was the hype man. You yeah. had a piece yeah. of cardboard on the ground, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, because my parents owned a printing company, so yeah. I had access to all that cardboard. That's fair. You That's know? fair. So I would. St- I would never have thought that. Yeah. Oh, does yeah. Tommy have to come? Yeah. Well, he brings the cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> his his role was cut from breaking. Yeah. Because it was, he was too white. It yeah. was a shame. <laughs> well, no, he just blended in with the concrete when the sun shined on the ground. He was there. Just <laughs> couldn't see him. The curse of the Irish. Yeah. That and our poetry and our food. And alcoholism. Well, yeah. But yeah. a lot of countries have that. That's true. That's yeah. fair. It's, not, it's yeah. not central to you. If, yeah. If, if only we could subscribe to... Cr- to clean living like the Italians. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> With it's so funny. What was I was it Oh, it was the uh the guy who wrote the real Donnie Brasco. Okay. And he was like, Do you know and he in the there's a follow up book to Donnie Brasco that has like the recorded conversations he had with Sonny Black and Sonny Red. But he's like, Do you know why mobsters are so fat? And the guy he's doing the interview is like, No, he's like, What they would do is they would go home with their, their families and they'd eat dinner and then after that's done, they would go back out with, with, their the, bull, mis- with the boys yeah. and the mistress, and they'd have second dinner. Like hobbits. <laughs> like hobbits, <laughs> except not. Exactly right. like you know? hobbits. But yeah, like that's the thing. is like they're eating like... T- and they're not small dinners. Right. They're massive pasta they're dishes. They're carb loading yes. with none of the exercise. <laughs> none of the exercise. If you ever... It's it's uh, Way of the Wise Guy is the second book. It's yeah. fascinating. Just to even hear those conversations where the guy's like... It's either the I think it's the Sunny Red who is the Pacino character. Yeah. And he's on the phone. He was just like, I know you're a cop. I know you're a cop. And he's just like, No, I'm not. 
I'm not a like I'm I've been there with you the whole time. Like I'm not a cop. He's like, okay, <laughs> never mind. But like that whole scene in the uh, the Chinese restaurant. It's been a long time. So there's this. So um, Donnie Brasco's in the restaurant, and they, he's got the 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 bug in his boot, right? And he goes, and the guys in the the guys at the Chinese restaurant are like, you gotta take your shoes off. And Brasco's just like, fudge, I'm in trouble. So he causes this big scene to where. He's like my, you know, you killed my dad. Like my, you know, my dad was in the war and you killed him. And these mob dudes beat the bejesus out of the the owner of this restaurant because they disrespected Donnie Brasco. And it was all just so he didn't have to take his boot off to reveal the bug <laughs> in his boot. And it's like it's it's fascinating. Like that whole story yeah. is crazy. I wonder if uh, if wiretaps are kind of not a thing anymore. I don't think so because it's like you just start recording with your phone, right? Yeah, there's no, I guess you, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess you could look at your phone. Like I'm if a, guy, if if a guy's moves. like, let me see your phone. Yeah, but I just wondered. Phones are so ubiquitous. I wonder if they think to look at the phone. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as the mafia, so that's not a thing anymore. Oh, are they still doing that? Yeah, they're still saying <laughs> yeah. that old thing. Well, I guess let's go around the table before we get started. And everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Dan is out this week, so. Uh, well, there were only three billboards. <laughs> That's Fair's fair. Yeah, Fair's right. fair, yeah. So uh, d- just real quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, people who were kind enough to share the show this week and join the League of Show Shares. Raul Julia. Or rejoin the League of Show Shares. <laughs> Librarian Cynthia, Chris James, Tammy Sherman Powers, Tom Comiskey, Griffin Fox-Smith, Julianne Jordan, Jason Weesey, Brad High, and Travis Tewitt, Troy Anspa. Uh, one day I I'll remember close. how to say it. Am I getting right. there? Yeah. He hasn't yelled at us in a he while. He hasn't, yeah. So, uh, Brent Smith, Chris Sanders, Richard Lawson, Lane LeVanway, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, and Timmy Tuzun. So thank you very much Thanks, for everybody. sharing the show, and we will now uh, dive in. So no reviews, huh? No reviews. All right, Rock Dog's coming up. Well, what's happening? The last Rock Dog. That's right. <laughs> you asked for it. So, it's it, you know, we, we didn't really skip this movie, but because it was so limited in release... Uh, this along with Lady Bird, in the I would say in the last month, yeah, three weeks, two mm-hmm. weeks, has been blowing up social media. All kind like all of this, they're just like these are the two. Well, last week both movies, Ebbing and Lady Bird, were limited release under a thousand screens. Each one made four million dollars. That's crazy. So that's so much. That's these so, movie, for, yeah, that's a lot of money. And and they're and they're winning. Uh, at least Lady Bird is winning awards left and right. So there's several smaller awards that they've won. And then the latest one was the New York. It's not called Critic Association. The New York, but the New York Awards Film Circle. Yeah, yeah, one of those. They, yeah, they, Circle Jerks. They just named the movie best film, and then Cersei Ronan as best. Actor. Oh, for Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so it's right. like they're these things are winning awards left and right. Like they're going to be nominated, if not winning some Oscars. Right. So. Oh, for sure. And I, I have to believe that they're going to at least be nominated for sure. Yeah. So, given that there was nothing really coming out this week, we decided to go back and revisit this. And I got like this was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, I think I agree. all around. Like we talk about how they don't really make movies for adults anymore, right? And we've had a kind of a good run this year. I think has it been this year? It's so hard to tell at well, this, this point. <laughs> like we're nearing the end of the year, and I don't remember what I saw in January. Yeah. Uh, but I, it feels like that they have kind of started to put out those movies for adults. And th- this is an independent movie, and we have said that 
it's there's two kinds of well, this independent. is an independent it it's is art house that's what i mean yeah this is fox fox searchlight it. yeah but i mean that's like that's like their but that's quota. not independent though well, independent means no studio correct no, I mean, that's yeah. like independent. clerks clerks is independent and that was through miramax but it was made but, independently and then got picked up. It they got bought s- it afterwards. It oh, got I sold on, okay. on the film festival circuit. That's fair. Okay. I'm just that's saying g- there's a difference. No, that's independent true. You're means right. literally that's independent it, of studios. Right. Art House means it plays in the art house, but Searchlights, A24. Right. I mean, A24 is on fire. Yeah. They're Lady Bird. They're the Florida Project. They're the Disaster Artist. Oh. A24, I don't think they're this one, but, but of one. the ones recently, I mean, they are. Would they're you on consider fire. Blumhouse a art house? Studio? That's a tough one. I mean, I think so without the artsy prestige. Like, they do the same thing. Right. It's just their pictures aren't nominated for awards. Right. Which right? Are they, I, th- one of them should be this year. Yeah. If Get Out is not nominated for something, yeah. that's a shame. I bet you it'll get original screenplay. You don't think he'll get director? Mm. Mm. It's really tough for a first-time director... To get in there? To get an Oscar on. I'm not right. saying it never happens. Right. But no. it, it's... I think, it's I think screenplay for And sure. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I think... So far, I think that's still my favorite film of the year. That's close. And the Golden Globes are putting it as best comedy or musical. No, they're not. Because it, to give it a better chance of winning. Oh. So very well how do could. You, how do you... <laughs> I don't even know how you would label that a comedy or a musical. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a it's, very dark comedy. It's got some dark humor in it. Okay. Yeah. You mean this or Get Out? No, Get Out. Like, there get are out. times where you laugh uncomfortably. It's dark humor. Yeah. I don't think that's the word you should use. Well, I don't want to say black. Black, black humor. I didn't yeah. say that either. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I I think talking about Jordan Peele, one half of Key and Peele. Yeah. I mean, he does have a comedic no, sense. No, no, absolutely. I mean, we talked about uh, what was the Keanu? Like, yeah. and that was a straight up comedy, basically yeah. action comedy. But oh, that's yeah, you know. So uh, this is so that our movie starts with uh, Francis. Is it Francis McDormand? Yes, yes. yes. So she's driving down this. Not deserted, but like very two lane road in the middle of nowhere. And there are these three dilapidated billboards and kind of sits there and she's pondering about what to do with these billboards. And we flash forward uh, to the ebbing sign office. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. So she she goes into like the ebb- a little picture that's at the right, bottom of right. it. It says so ebbing she, sign company. She goes into the uh, the office. This is, this is the kid who was the dirtbag brother from that Tom Cruise movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know I recognize him, but I was too lazy to look <laughs> oh, it up. Oh, don't was, even remind he me. He was I, missing the mullet in this one, but I, he, I think he's really good in like he in was this a, role. He I was a dirt he's bag, I mean, He was good in that, but I, I know. But that. I'm just like, oh, he's that kid named Dirtbag. As soon as he shows up in that American Made <laughs> movie, I was so mad. I'm like, you're gonna ruin everything for these people. And he did. <laughs> he t- and no he kidding. Did. So yeah. she goes in and she's she's asking these questions about uh, what can I put on the billboard? What can I put on the billboard? And the kids just like. It's pretty obvious he has inherited this from his dad. Right. And yeah. he has no clue what he's yeah. doing. But I have to just say right here, like, let's give it up to the writing in this film. And not, oh, I absolutely. mean, the performances, Francis McDormand, incredible. This kid who plays, who she plays Red a, is she, great. Is she American? Yeah. Okay. Like, so in any role I see her in, she's, Dan, I think, hit it on the, she's a chameleon. Yeah. So, oh, like in that Fargo un-American accent she does in Alaska. I mean, no, it's just, <laughs> that's a Minnesota accent. I know. Yeah. You know that's in America, though, right? right. It is. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Can we go back and we just take no, that? No, no, no. We're not. <laughs> they only, <laughs> but I mean, he like, only edits things <laughs> yeah, to make me look right, better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like she. What he pays me for? Yeah. She's such a. I don't even want to call her a character actress because that's not fair. Oh, definitely. Like she's not. the next level. 
I don't think she's a she's an A list actress. Yeah, I mean she's not the type. She's she's not a name that can open a film, right? But but she's when she's when she's on when she's a, there from a quality standpoint, always she's top tier. Yes. I mean she's. I want to say this person transcends, but I believe they do the same type of roles. Daniel Day Lewis, like Daniel Day Lewis, people aren't. The public isn't uh, like, but the public isn't like Matt Damon, Tom Cruise, Daniel right. Day Lewis. We know Daniel Day Lewis is amazing, so he does kind of transcend. Right. But it's that he's it's those amazing, amazing shoemaker roles that you can transform into, and and so she is that type of actor. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then and she is amazing. She's so good in this, in this movie. Like it is, she does this. So Neil McDonough, who directed this, who did oh like Martin McDonough is he his brother? It's his brother. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> Didn't. Did you not know that? Oh. No. Um, so I was not a huge fan of In Bruges. I thought he's great. What? Seven Psychopaths. Seven Psychopaths is so great. Good. Like In Bruges was like a little too dark, and I didn't know like what I was supposed. Maybe to Maybe go be back left. and watch it again. Maybe since you've only seen it once, That's and that would have been ten years ago or whatever. Easily, yeah. easily. And then so th- she gives this nuanced performance where you are laughing at her. But in the next scene, you're just like, gosh, she's she's crushed. Like she is a shell of who she used to be. Yeah, it's interesting how much uh, how much humor is in this movie. I mean, there are n- numerous times that are laugh out loud funny, even yes. as sad and depressing of a story as it it's, is. This is one of those trailers that was a double switch. Like those trailers made it look like it's a darker comedy. Yeah, and I felt like this was more of a dramedy instead of like. Like there, yes, there are some laugh out loud po- moments in this movie. There are also some like gut punch. Oh yeah, moments in this movie. It's very. It has a very, and I know it's hard not to relate to this because of Francis McDormand, but it's very Coen Brothers in their prime ish. You know, with like Fargo not, has some serious stuff, but sure. it's hilarious. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This isn't quite quite as quirky. It's not as zany. No, that's no. Yeah. that's yes. It's this is more. It's of more like, grounded. The humor is more believable yes sure. like it's not just like agree. here's a wacky character doing wacky things mm-hmm. it's i mean it, it does come from the moment and it's more organic right but, but there are for given the topic so she buys the bill she buys the billboards and she we go for and on the billboards uh we see that it says uh raped raped while raped dying, while dying. No, still, still, still no arrests why is that sheriff willoughby yeah. or why sheriff willoughby so Sam Rockwell, who you can just put that guy in any movie from here on out. I don't even oh, care. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. so great. When is he's Sam so Rockwell not good? Name the movie. Iron Man 2. No. no when was, was yeah, but like uh, he was mad cuz he was almost Iron Man. I know he was so close. Bring the, he would have made a great Hank uh Scott Lang. Like if they could have brought him back as Scott Lang, they, yeah. they, he would have been great. But that's true. I can't no because Moon's fantastic. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is great. He's always got the way way back. The way so good. Yeah. And that's like that's so weird because I he's always a jerk. He plays the jerk right, that perfectly. Was the they and they swapped roles. Right. They, it was supposed to be the other way. And it's it's amazing to be like, oh man, you can be the nice guy. Like it's so. He's close. a phenomenal freaking actor. Yeah, the he guy was so is good. amazing. But yeah, uh, so and. This is interesting, and I definitely want to discuss this character because I love this movie. Like you said before, I actually saw it twice. I I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, But his character is so... Like, you know, they they try to do the redemption arc, which is the whole point of it as the mm-hmm. movie goes along and obviously toward the end. Raul Julia Lord, would he love is to chime it's in. It's Oscar season. He, <laughs> has, he has to vote. Does he have one? An Oscar? Yeah. I don't Did he win so. for... What was, the, what was the one where he was like the... 
Kiss of the Spider Woman? No, the where he's the priest. I feel like he won for that. Anyway, go ahead. He didn't well, win an Tom Oscar as Gomez Adams? I don't and, think... Oh. Or, or, or M. Bison. <laughs> well, <laughs> that transcends awards, my friend. Oh, it transcends Bison, something. you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I God, love that so movie bad. so much. I have that on uh, Vudu in you know, Super HD. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Mario he's, Brothers he's to go. He's dying H. in that movie. <laughs> and I don't mean, like, figured it... He's literally it was, dying. It was his last film. Yeah, it was, Way yeah. to go out on top. Every actor dreams... <laughs> I mean, if they have to go out... I'm not saying you want to, but if you have to go you out, you want to go out fighting Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, well, that's beautiful. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, uh, he did win an MTV Movie Award for <laughs> oh great for Oscar Adams. for what? Oh, for Be- uh, best Gomez. kiss. Oh, with Morticia, yeah. they won best. Angelica Houston. Oh yeah, she was pretty late in that. And uh, he, he does not appear to have been. Oh, that's a shame. Won or even been nominated for an Oscar. Oscar. He did uh, win a, a SAG Award. For, oh, sorry, no. He won uh, National Board of Review for Kiss of the Spider Woman. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's, great. Whatever that that's is. the one that just voted, uh, I think, Best Picture and Best Actor, Cersei Ronan. Ah, National oh, okay. Board of so, Review is the okay. one. We see what kind of clout they got. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so they're. Yeah, go ahead. You just want to talk about his character. Yeah, arc. yeah. So yeah. it's just interesting. So this guy is not a good person at all. Yeah. And they set this in Missouri. There's some racial are, conflict. Are, are any of these good people? I yeah. feel like the Willoughby. sergeant is a good dude. Willoughby's a good guy. Willoughby is a good guy. Willoughby's the, definitely a good guy. Peter Dinklage. He's always a very good Peter guy. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Yeah. He held the ladder. <laughs> he did hold the ladder. But he didn't have to hold that ladder. <laughs> he didn't have to. God! What He's, a scene. Yeah. What a scene. Uh, so I just, you know, it's obviously mounting towards the redemption and people can grow and learn and blah, blah, blah. But this guy is so, so bad. Okay. So he, he's not bad. Until that scene, like he's oh, he's bad. bad in the very beginning he's when they not, say what he's done. That's but, bad. But you don't know what he's. You know that's the town. I saying, guess as a as a film viewer, you haven't witnessed right him being. That's the but town. They, hint at the, it. they yeah. do hint at something, yeah. but the, that's the town. They don't. Nobody really knows what happened. The second scene in the movie, after if you don't count the billboards one, the third one is when, when, the, the when they're going to go see Red and he says some stupid stuff and the, he does. the captain, the bald guy, says, why don't you let this guy go? And, oh. and you know, he tortured a suspect and, and Willoughby goes, well, th- there was uh, th- there's not really any evidence. Right. So, I mean... Something happened. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he doesn't go full crazy yeah. until about halfway yeah. through. And then you're just like, well... Good luck. But regardless of when you find out, he is a bad person, and we find out what it is, is that he tortured a person of color. That scene was wonderful. Yeah. And and he... Uh, was not the torture not scene. Not the torture oh, to scene. To be clear, we don't no. see that. No. The, yeah. the scene with Francis McDormand and him and Sam Rockwell yeah. going back and forth about what to call yeah. the oh, torture. Right. And then... Yeah. Uh, Woody Harrelson walking in and him having to explain Looking at it and, what is yeah. happening. That was probably the funniest scene in the movie. The writing is top notch. But anyway, it's just it's interesting that they try to redeem a character that's that bad and that does these bad things throughout the movie. And I heard I, it's not a huge thing that aren't like 500 articles out about it, but I heard that on the internet there is some backlash from people about this character try, because of the things he did in the past and in this film, well, trying I, to make him a good... He's. Uh, it's tough because... So we're just okay. We'll just get to this part. So Woody Harrelson's character is the uh, police chief, but he has cancer and he's and he doesn't have long. Uh, and rather than suffer through the next couple months, he decides to take his own life. Um, 
in a scene that I did not see coming. Oh, it's fantastic. At all. Like yeah. he has I was talking so that, to Tom about this. This scene with the letter. Not and, even the the letter, but I mean like so he has this wonderful day with his wife and daughters and he's the, As soon as he walked out to the barn, I was like, he's killing himself. I didn't even think about it. Because I was it. like, Oh, he just built the perfect day. Yeah. Like that was That's that's exactly what it was. I, while we were watching that, I'm like, what are we doing? Like yeah. why do we care about him That's fair. Going on a picnic with his family. I was just like What's going on here? Yeah, and then when he walked to the when she falls asleep and he walks to the barn, I'm like, Oh, uh, killing himself. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so then I, uh, that gives Rockwell he writes this letter to Rockwell's character. Well, that's good. That's way in advance. Right. But like, that's, that's kind of like what gives you that care, like gives him the motivation oh, yeah. to change the character. Sure. So I mean, I get that it's hard to redeem a character like that, but. Oh, I, I'm not arguing his redemption. It's the fact that do we let him be redeemed? Like oh, I totally, I, see, I, I love the way that the character changes and all that. And it I just, will say that, uh, stepping outside of the movie, just as, as a society, that's it, like, that's frustrating to watch this. There's this new mentality of like people are unredeemable. Yeah. That if you do like, you know, like even if a person says, whoa, that was dumb of me and I am I am legitimately sorry. Like we 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 fall into the cycle as a culture of demanding apology, getting an apology and then saying F you not good enough. Right. And it's like an apology. And uh, and so it's like, you know, I I get frustrated where it's like if you want people to change. Allow you, them. You have to you accept have, their change. You have to let them. Right. You know what I mean. So it's like if you if you want you know like when uh you know I saw an article a while back about people were like it was a it was a picture of uh from the sixties where uh, black students were protesting by eating at a diner and then there's a picture of like just white people just oh sure screaming at this yeah, pretty yeah, famous yeah. picture and they were just talking about like what happened to those people to the like, white people? to the white people like where do they go you That's know a good question. And uh, it's like that the pictures of all those alt right guys. Yeah, when they're just like, I didn't really mean it. Yeah, all the ones that have been fired yeah, after people right, found right, where yeah. they were. And yeah. the difference is the alt right guys were that that was ten minutes ago, so they haven't changed. And right. you do wonder, are those people still like that, and they just know to shut up now, or or do they look at that? It's like, God, what was I thinking? You know, sixty years later, and are like, oh. Yeah. Why, why I was such an idiot. Yep. You I know? would say Megan Phelps is probably one of the best examples. What a crazy story. To go from being to the you know the most hated, just putrid, terrible human beings ever, you know. Can like I tell you I think it's fake? Like there's a part of me that thinks it's all bull to take like the heat off of her. You know what I mean? Like I don't there oh, Wait, a minute, you don't think that she has nope. changed? Oh. You know what I mean? Like I, that's how jaded I am. Right. Oh, wow. Where like I don't think you're telling the truth. Like you, oh. it's hard for me to look at what you did and how awful and evil you were to people you didn't know. And then within what three months, you undo all of that programming your crazy family did to you. Like I, I well, don't, there he is right there speaking to your point. Yeah, she's changed. She's a good that's person. A, that's and, the, but yeah, but you don't believe her. But I mean, and, like, it's tough because like she was so. It's a pretty big swing. She was so out there for so long. Sure. But she also was born into it and brainwashed totally, as a child. Totally. But that doesn't go away in three months. And and granted, I'm making up that number. Like yeah. it could have been way. It's longer. been a really. It's been over two years now. At yeah. least. So that is difficult. She may have left six years ago or four years. It was. It's been years now. When did Red State come out? 
I don't know the year. That's when the Kevin Smith thing started with her and him. Yeah. Where, like, they would go back and forth. And he was just like, we were having conversation. Like, she's yeah. she's nuts, but we're having a conversation, and I'm listening to her. So I feel like it was around the time of Red State. Yeah. But whenever so that it's was. been a while. But yeah. anyway, yeah, it's just I, I, I think Tom makes a really great point, And it's it's hard because it's I could see both sides of the argument like and I will also say that I know it's really easy for me as a middle aged white guy to sit here and say that. Sure. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm, that that's not lost on me either. But uh, but but you do see that where it's like people that, you know, nobody want everybody, you know, like let's take it out of the realm of politics and race like uh you know, I, I see when, you know, uh, when uh, like a criminal, when like a conservative politician ha- has a has a gay son. It's literally my favorite thing. And and then they're like, you know what? I've been wrong all these years. Yeah. And then the first thing you see a certain percentage of people do is say, oh, well, now that it affects you, you care. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a phrase for that. It's 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 called human nature. Right. Like, I, you know, like and, and again, let's let's step back from anything that's really related to anything political. Uh, you know, how much money did Michael J. Fox raise for Parkinson's before he had it? That's true. I'm going to say it was probably none. Zero. And it's like, and that doesn't mean Mar- Michael J. Fox is a douche. It doesn't mean Michael J. Fox doesn't care about Parkinson. It's just like there it are. It wasn't on his radar. Yeah. Now, I will say Michael J. Fox also wasn't actively out campaigning in favor of Parkinson's. <laughs> so that's where my analogy breaks down. I'll save you from writing the emails. Well, but, he, yeah. he was, and then he was spited. Yeah. 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 But, um, but, but that's also human nature that people, you know, with, you know, no. When something affects them, then they realize, oh yeah, and that is this is important. And but that's also that's where incremental change comes from. You guys give them a chance, or do you say, well, that's not real, yeah. that's materialized or whatnot? And, and and in a lot of ways, it's that conservative senator is going to change a lot more because the people's minds who haven't changed are the super conservative. And that's never going to change. Super dug in, and what they need is somebody from the inside to go, dude. Dial it back. Right. Yeah. And who knows? We might get that in six months. We have no idea what's going yeah. <laughs> on. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, Sam Rockwell is driving down this little road because he just happens to turn down and he sees the three billboards and he's just like, what? So he, he stops and talks to like the Mexican guy and the Mexican guy is like, I don't I don't know. Like, go. There's that one. So he goes to the next one and we happen to run into it's a black a guy. black dude. They recognize now, initially, him. I thought this was the guy. Oh, like this, I is, thought the this guy is the guy he, that, yeah. he, oh, that no. he beat up. We don't know. Well, like, it's certainly not. He just knows him would, from the news. Maybe. It's not the guy. How do you know? I they, just know. Did, did you read the script? Is it in the novelization that it's not the guy? <laughs> the comic book <laughs> adaptation. It's not the guy. Okay. But I, I'm pretty sure like in future scenes when he's going to start a fight with Red, you see some black people off to the side. They're looking at like, sure. Everyone knows who this guy yes. is. Right. Yeah. So he, he is a known dude. Trust in this, me. He would know the guy. The guy at the billboard wouldn't go, don't I know you from somewhere? The guy at the billboard Is that knows what he says? With Dixon. Yeah. Okay. Because he okay. says, don't I know you? He's confused about knowing him, but gotcha. then he realizes who dude, he I is. Thought the, I thought the, the black guy putting up the billboard was pretty Ballsy. I Barry. did too. Like when he hawks the big old loogie, and when he's just, yeah, when he like he's not taking any of this. In guy. this southern, uh, you know, yeah. uh, obviously southern Missouri, yeah, racist leanings from this office. You know. And that was the other line where the guy where uh, Woody Harrelson just kind of like, look, if I fired every racist cop, I'd have no cops, and if the ones that I did have. They'd hate the gays, yeah. right? So it's a funny we, line. What do you want me to do? It's, it's funny. I can tell, and even he laughs at it. And I'm pretty sure that's him in real life <laughs> laughing. It's because it's like funny line, it's right? A good, it's it, a good line. It, it works. It is, well, a, good, it is yeah. a good line. So 
he calls uh, Woody Harrelson, and Woody Harrelson's like, "What? Like, I'm I'm eating Easter dinner." What? It's the line from the trailer. Yeah. What are you doing? He's like, "We got a problem." So they go out there, and they're just like, "What?" So this is when they go see Red, Red and uh, Sam Rockwell kind of grabs him the by the communist. front of his shirt. Yeah, the communist. <laughs> and he was like, "No, it's because I have red what are you, hair." What are you, some kind of commie? <laughs> That's Dixon. <laughs> yeah, he's just, and the, yeah, the kid's just like, "No, I've." I have red hair. That's why they call me red. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So Dixon is obviously they're trying to really play up the like Southern racist leanings, you know, the the old South way. He obviously. Yeah. So the racism part is there. Is he also mentally handicapped? Like, I, th- I feel he's not all there. I feel like he might be a little dumb. I, I know he's dumb. I sure, thought he but- might have been gay. Oh, I knew. Why do you think that? I, he, that other police officer who was bald, they just seemed well, tighter the, than the, best in friends. In the bathroom, I, I, I first thought they were going to kiss in that bathroom because uh, yeah. they're very close together, crying on each. But yeah, I on re- I took that as like a bro. But on rewatching it, it's only Rockwell crying, and he's like, and it's because he just fainted, right. and he was holding him up, and he's like, "You're not going to fade again, are you?" And he's he got, not crying well, yeah, at so he's all. Like, you got your legs back, yeah, and, and he walked like, away. Yeah. So, but at first, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I thought that oh, this whole time there's yeah, interesting, but. I just I feel like his character he is of lower intelligence than average. He does have the racist leanings, but I feel like for someone to act the way he does and do the things he does, it's it's worse than stupid. It's like he has some kind of mental I don't know if it's issue. If it's a mental issue as much as it is his inability to deal with emotion. Yeah. You know, like he when he finds out that Will Woody Harrelson is dead, this is the scene where it's just like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah, I mean that. Like that's not. But, and he has no. He ha, he has no idea how to handle. Yeah. The emotions that he's feeling, like he's emotionally stunted. Like I feel like even dumb people would probably think that's not a good idea to do it with my job <laughs> In and front of whatever. Your new boss. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, something. So anyway, just an interesting yeah, I can see what observation. You're There's something off about that character, yeah. and throughout the whole movie, he just seems. Not only dumb, but emotionally stunted. Something, and, right? You know the way he lives with his mom and talks about her. Just seems don't talk about my mom. Yeah. So yeah, so they go they see go red. see red, and red just like look, she hasn't done anything wrong. He's like, well, how long does she have it for? And he was just like, she has it for a month. He's like, aha, it is a she. And he's just like, well, he I'm... says a year. He lies. Oh, that's right. He does lie. Yeah. How long did she pay for them? She, a, year. a year. Oh, so oh, it's a... right. So that's where Joe's like, ah, detective work. Yeah, well done, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yeah. Way to trick him. Now I'm interested. <laughs> now I'm in. And that's the thing is, like, I thought this was going to become a detective movie. Right. Yeah. Mixed, I thought the whole thing was with going to be Willoughby try, going to actually find the killer. I thought Willoughby, and then yeah. well, so I thought Willoughby. We know that he's sick, so he's on the clock, right? Yeah. And then you've got like these two parallel stories. I'm completely wrong. Yeah. Like I was, yeah. that's not what this movie is. I at really all. thought the entire thing was like him trying to solve the case, get before, the billboards removed before he, dies. before he dies, and yeah, I, which would have been interesting too. But right. it's not. It's it's, not. it's a very quiet movie yes. in the sense that it's not about anything huge like that. It's just a lot of really great conversations. A lot of and a lot of personal yeah it's stuff. deep too like, because super deep francis mcdormand's character does a lot of funny things and does a lot of crazy things and her arguments are not reasonable she's not being a reasonable person no and all that comes down to is showing how much pain she's in and and loss and what that can do to you right uh because after this scene after they go talk to red and they can't really pin anything on him and dixon gets all mad willoughby goes to visit francis mcdormand right and uh she uh they have a sit down and she's she's 
acclimable. What's that word? Acclimable. She's willing to listen to him. Yeah. And she's he's just like amenable. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, where he's just like, it took you amiable. Is that what you're thinking of? Sure. I think amiable is nice. Minable or amenable is like I, I will, is like I will, willing to inter, like willing to interact. Yeah. So she is. She's just like it took you less time to get out here and deal with these billboards than it has to de- find my daughter's and it and he gives a great argument. He's like, look, we ran the DNA, we yeah. ran every nothing came. I back. agree one hundred percent with Willoughby, and I believe one hundred percent Willoughby is a good person. Yes. that wants to solve the case is not ignoring it. So Francis McDormand's the evidence. There's just not, yeah. there's nothing there. I, I mean, you I, can't will you, evidence into. Well, it can, but yeah, but it's ill advised. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's but, she's completely in the wrong here. Totally, but you root for her because she's going through some crap, right? But and we find out she, the last conversation she has with her daughter. You're just like, Ugh. yeah, she's she's obviously very messed up. But yeah, so she says, draw blood from everyone in town that's over eight. <laughs> yeah, and the guys draw. like. What if what if they left town? Well, draw blood from everybody in the country. <laughs> what if they're just passing through the country? It's like and, everybody. And then and he's it, just like, I, you can't do that. And her that. idea for a database, like, she has been thinking and mauling this over and losing sleep. So she has invented this system where you draw blood from every single infant or every, you know, every, every single, single child male, born. Male. Every single boy. Oh, really? Yeah. She, she says, says boy. She says every single, every single boy. And then when they do put something it in a wrong, database. kill them. Well, put it in a database, <laughs> prove beyond a reasonable doubt that it was them, right. then you kill them. Yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> you, there's so many civil rights violations yeah. you're talking about right there. Yeah, hats off to Martin McDonough, though. Yeah, it's a really this, smart movie. This script, I love it. Again, I saw it twice. I would sit and watch it again. This, I would I watch it again. You know, it's almost sure. two hours, hour 45, I think. But like, It moves. I, the second time I watched it, it went by super fast, even knowing what was happening. Yeah. I'd watch it again. Like, it is such a fun experience. I say fun. There's serious stuff, but it's such an entertaining movie because of the way it's written. It, it, it does remind me a lot of Fargo. Yeah. It's, in, in that it's not as funny. It's not as quirky, right? But it has that feel, yeah. and that's like I, Fargo is one of my top ten of all time. Like I love that movie. I love the TV show, yeah, especially season two. I know that's right. Your buddy's that's in there. right. He is um, Stretch. <laughs> okay. Stretch Night Owl. I was like Night Owl uh, from Little River Band. Yes, from Little it's River Band. The harder than Night Owl. Call yeah, uh, Night Owl. Night Owl Two. Yeah, not, it's know, not, he's not crazy. Hollis. He's not Hollis Mason. Yeah. Uh, that got really nerdy real quick. <laughs> that's, that, yeah, that's for what, you, for you, wa- for you Watchmen fans out there. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. Welcome to real spoilers. He's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he they he starts going. He goes back to Willoughby. Oh, goes and then back. he says he says I got something to tell you, and and she's like what? And he's like I'm dying. And she's like, like I, I know. know. And he's yeah. just like what? What do you mean you know? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> so they go back. She, so he gets no sympathy, which again, this, this scene is she is so hard and obviously because of the loss and everything. And again, I don't think she's a bad person. She's mentally distraught. I think and, she totes that line. She walks that line of being a bad person. I mean, she, she does burn yeah, down the she police She firebombs the police station. Yeah, she, I, I with, mean, she does it on purpose. She knows that Dixon is in there. No, she doesn't. Yeah, I don't. You don't I, think so? I'm I don't on, think she knows. Dixon's I think she in was there. calling to see if anyone was in there before she did it. Oh, uh, so she I thought she to, was calling to see if mm-hmm. if he was in there. No, no. I think she calls. Oh, okay. No one answers, and she's like, "Screw him!" And then like, okay. like nothing. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but no, I mean, I guess I'm saying at this point, she makes decisions that are bad. Definitely, it's just at this point, and I just I don't think she's a bad person. She's just hurt. She's going through a lot of crap. And so she's very cold, and someone's dying, and she's like, "Well, the billboards wouldn't be very good with you." 
yeah, that was the line where she's like, it would be very effective if you croak. After you croak. So it's like very harsh to someone who's dying. Yeah, he's just like, but she's she's like that with everybody. Yeah, there's. She's got a very dark. Even her son. She's got a very dark sense of humor. It's it's not. I mean, I I mean, I have a dark sense of humor. So, like, I mean, there are certainly times I say stuff not to this degree to my kids, but I, <laughs> but I, you know, and I used to work with a guy, my boss at Pops. He talked to his to his wife and his. I mean, and the, he would say awful things to her, <laughs> and she would just laugh. Like, and he didn't mean a word of it. Right. Like, I mean, he really he really didn't. He's like, you couldn't meet a nicer guy, except for me, of course. Of course, and of uh, course. but uh. <laughs> But he didn't. But he would say things where I'm just like, oh my god! I'm like, <laughs> I'm, where I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, this is your relationship, and she knows how you are, and she knows you don't mean this. But in my head, I was always like, but what was the reaction the first <laughs> time you said something like that? baby steps? Yeah, yeah. You don't go right, right, right into it. You don't go right into the c word. Yeah, you got to build your way up to that. Like yeah. you can't go, you can't go right into it. But yeah, so she and she is like that with everybody, with the exception of the gal she works with. At the gift shop, yeah. Like I felt like she was always super nice to her mm-hmm. for what. Like I don't know what that relationship is because they don't really explore it a lot. Um, I think she just cares about her. That could be, and maybe she sees her. She's a bit younger. Maybe she but sees her's her kind of a daughter, a daughter yeah. yeah, surrogate daughter. So they go back to the police station, and Willoughby's just like, "Give me that file," and the guy's like, "Which one?" Which I wh- love this line. Was, I'm talking. Go- every scene has a line that I absolutely <laughs> yeah. love. This is just so great. Which one? The the Angela Hayes or the or, was the mom? An, the what's her first name? The mom's name. It's scene. like is it like is it Meredith or mm, Meredith? It's not Meredith. No, it's we'll have to look that Mildred. Up. Mildred. 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 He, he says he says oh what the Angela Hayes case or the Mildred Hayes case? And <laughs> he'll be like, just like there is no Mildred is, Hayes. Yeah. I've got two complaints <laughs> and, and just which ones? Uh, Fat Dennis and the crazy and a lady eye. with a funny eye. A li- and, Lady with a funny eye. <laughs> and he's just like, oh. the Angela one. Yeah. I'll take that Love one. Love it. Absolutely. These and interactions the, are amazing. He starts to work the case. Yeah. So uh, Mildred goes to get her teeth cleaned. And because- With the this, fat dentist. With the fat dentist. Uh, because this town is so small- they all have this love and affinity for Woody Harrelson. Like they know he's a good dude. They know he's sick, and they know these billboards are kind of a shot in the nuts to him. Yeah. So. Oh, he had ball cancer. He did have ball cancer, <laughs> didn't he? No, he was had prostate. Pan- oh cancer, no, right? was it pancreatic cancer? It was pancreatic oh, okay. cancer, which is like the worst. Ca- like that's yeah. it. Like. It like it has it it has a mortality rate of like ninety eight percent. Yeah, or you're not it's coming back. From almost that. nobody lives through pancreatic cancer. It's what killed Bill Hicks. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Not Mitch Hedberg. No, uh, Mitch that- Hedberg <laughs> is what killed Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think it was oh. called heroin. I was just listening to Mitch Hedberg on the way in. That's why. I Were you really? Uh, yeah, someone yeah. just did a He's Mitch so Hedberg great. joke the other day, and it made me miss him so much. He's I so loved funny. his style of comedy. Yeah, it was good his stuff. delivery. It was. I just, loved him on that. His jokes were so simple, but yeah. he's the way he delivered them. It was just brilliant. <laughs> his his run on that seventy show, where he was just like, "I didn't go to Vietnam to serve, take crap from kids like you." They're just like. You weren't in Vietnam. <laughs> he's like, like I said, I didn't go to Vietnam <laughs> to put up with crap from kids like you. Uh, yeah, so she goes to the dentist. She's going to get a little work done. He's like, nah, it's wiggly. we got to take it out. And she's just like... He's about to start drooling. She goes, what? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's like making no effort <laughs> yeah, no to whatsoever. like... And she goes, can I get a little bit of Novocaine there, Doc? Just and he was like, oh, fine. Pulls out the huge needle. Yeah, the massive needle there. gets it in there. And then he makes some comment about Willoughby 
And she immediately turns around and clocks him in the face and takes the little drill and drills a tiny little hole. That was pretty gross. Yeah. Yeah, that hurt. Into his thumbnail. And he's just like, oh, my God. You know, he's screaming. And then she 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 takes takes a big old swig of water and spits it in his face. (laughs) I was just like, this lady is a badass. (laughs) Yeah. I love this character. And I'm not saying all these things she does are right. But this is a movie. And it's supposed to be a little humorous. There's that dark humor element. Was Seven Psychopaths this... It's a pretty dark Is humor, it? Yeah. But it was more overtly funny. That's what I thought. Like, yeah. it was more of a comedy. Oh, yeah. It wasn't yeah. as serious as this, okay, but okay. it was definitely a dark, it had some yeah. dark stuff. Uh, so the, they go to the, the police show up at the gift shop where she works, and Woody Harrelson's just like, Mildred, have you been to the dentist recently? And she's got, like, no. a huge, like, knot in her mouth. She's like, nope. Yeah, she, nope. she's still numb from the Nova, <laughs> the little bit of Novocaine yeah. he did give her. I, no, yeah. I haven't been I haven't to the dentist. I haven't been anywhere. <laughs> he was just like... Well, you got to come with us. And she was like, okay, they go to the police station. The and fat dentist wants to press charges. Yeah, right. So we're going to have to take you in. So they're having this conversation and this is where you get more of his. This is the yeah. conversation that I thought was the best part of them. It starts off with her and Dixon at two ends of the room. She's in the interrogation room and she, she, asks kinda, him, she drops the end. How is the N word torturing? Yeah. Business? And he was like, and, you don't call it that. It's the colored people torturing uh, business. People, it's the person of color. Torturing color. Business. Yeah. You can't call it the N word torturing business. It's because you got to call it. I mean, he, the, the, the writing, the performance, yeah. like, and, and then Willoughby walks in. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, "She called it the N word, torturing business." And I told her, "You, you gotta call, call it that." <laughs> and then you're just looking at Harrison's face, where <laughs> he's he is just in like, disbelief. He's he like, goes, "I'll take over." I here. think we got it. Yeah, I'll talk to and her. He pulls up his belt, and I'll be right outside the door if you need me. <laughs> yeah. Like he is such a doofus. He, he is. is a, he is he's so doofy. He's doofy yeah. from scary movie. Yeah, except, he is. Yeah. He is officer except doofy. beating up, beating up people. Yeah. So this is a this is a very this scene runs the gamut of emotions, right? So the in the beginning, it's very funny. In the middle, he's just like, look, you, you can't. Like, whatever you're thinking about doing, you can't do it. And then all of a sudden, he coughs. When he has those great lines, you think I care about who wins between you two? I don't care about dentists. Nobody cares about dentists. Yeah, right. And just lines like that, which are yeah. so great. And, and then, then, then he, he coughs and just happens to cough blood yeah. up on, on her, her face. on her face and yeah. it was very believable and he's like i i didn't mean it and, and she's, she's like no I, babe I it's okay yeah. like we'll take care of it we'll you know and then they take him out on a stretcher and it's like they're like the the sheep and the wolf dog and the looney it is kind of yeah it's like they're gonna fight and fight and fight and then it's gonna be like but when something more important they will both recognize it and they'll clock out right and, We'll it, go about because her. she yeah. helps him and obviously she's not happy with him but then she goes and gets help and then when he's getting pulled down the stretcher he says let her go yeah and Dixon's like are you kidding me and he, let her go right cut her loose yeah. so. and it's a, uh, it's Harrelson's wife in this I initially thought was doing trying to do a really oh. thick southern accent this is the only thing really in this movie that quote-unquote bothered me and then the second time I watched it I knew it was there so it didn't as much did but she the first start time, like, with a southern accent or was it always so this British accent? She's Australian. It's not British. Oh. And I think she's trying to do a southern accent, which clearly the Australian comes through. Yeah. It is so weird. Like It was a very weird She does voice. not know how to do accents or drop that Australian accent. Yeah. Because it bothered me. And someone on Twitter said it yesterday. I hadn't talked about it with anyone. I kept it in my head. Someone just randomly tweets, is it just me or did this person's accent bother you? Whatever. And I'm like, yes, thank you. I'm not crazy. Like, it's not. It didn't bother me, but I was just. Is, but I'm, I'm with you. It's just not where good. It was weird. Yeah. Like I didn't know where. What was yeah. her Australian did, bleeds through, and I don't think she's supposed to be Australian in this movie. I want to see that 
prequel. Like, where the hell did you come from? Yeah, like, how, how did, did they you meet get here? Yeah. yeah, that would be that's that's the one I want to see. So, and, you know, and again, it doesn't ruin the movie. No, but not at I'm all. just like oh, because she, she's good. Yeah, like she has some really good performance parts. And I think it would be better if if it didn't sound could so have been weird. Yeah, you know? it, it was very it takes weird. you out of it a little. It does little takes bit. you out of it. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, this is so Willoughby sets up his perfect day. With his daughters, and this was hilarious. What he says to his kids, oh yeah, not moving. He does say "goddamn" a lot. He does, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, the way he says it, and you know, don't get off this thing, and do not stick the ends of these fishing <laughs> poles into your sister's eyeballs because that would be counterproductive <laughs> to this entire operation. And they like, go, and what would it be? And both the girls counter- are like counterproductive to this <laughs> yeah. entire operation. So they. <laughs> He get the kids set up, and then they kind of the husband Woody Harrelson and his wife walk away, and she's like, "We're not going to do this." And he's like, "Oh, we're going to do this," and they kind of they went on a away. hike. Yeah, they went, went on a hike. nice hike and without clothes on. Uh, so then they go back. Oh, I meant hut, hut, hike. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's more appropriate. <laughs> uh, so they go back to the house, and the mom, the one girl's like, "Is mommy drunk?" And he's just like, "No, he just has a what does she say? Chardonnay a Chardonnay induced headache." And the kids just like. What? Well, all right, whatever. So she, he goes downstairs and he has this really nice talk with her. Hilarious. Where he's just like, she's like, oh, I hate those goddamn horses. Like, once you die, I'm stuck with those horses. What about the, their sex talk though? This is oh, so yeah. brilliant, it's so, so hilarious. Yeah. And you know, she's talking about his his, his <laughs> yeah. His, thank you. Do it live, yeah. yeah. And and he's like, he's like, oh, that was that's beautiful. Was that in a poem? <laughs> she's like Oscar Wilde. Is that a Shakespeare? Yeah. yeah. He says, I think I think that was Shakespeare. And she's like, no, you idiot. Oscar <laughs> yeah, Wilde. Like, right. again, oh, this this is probably one of my favorite things he's written. Like, I like his other two movies, yeah. but this script is bonkers. Yeah, this is, this, this is, is I'm not going to say it's, it's almost Tarantino level in the amount of speed that people can go, are going back and forth yeah. with each other. Um, and the timing that everybody has with each other is this is why impressive. the movie goes by fast because it's a quiet movie. It's not about much action. There's nothing really big that happens with the exception of a couple little scenes. Yeah, but every single scene has this writing that keeps you enthralled with it and laughing and interested. It, it is just a fantastic screenplay. No, it is. I agree. So uh, he. This is the scene where he. You know, he says, "You go back to sleep." Don't you worry see him about writing, it. He see writes a letter and I don't leaves think it. You on, see that? You do. do you? He, well, yeah, because I caught it the second time. Okay. He leaves it on the table by the flower pot, I believe, but they don't mention it. And then he goes out. Like you don't know what he's doing. Okay. Unless okay. it might be in flashback. It's in but flashback. You, you do you see, see him her, leave the you letter. You see her feet on the. So he goes out okay. to the. He goes Got out. To, he says some of the horses, and he's like Oscar Wilde. And he shakes his head, <laughs> and then like so the 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 way it's shot is it's just like a it's a profile, right? So it's just from like his collarbone to the top of his head mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he puts this black bag over his head which i thought was like a horse poop bag at first he's holding <laughs> i didn't it, know he's holding oh, it down he, like yeah, you right, see right, a, right. a wide shot and but he you actually can't see you can't see the note like yeah he, and he, yeah it. and he's opening yeah. it up and i thought oh he's cleaning the horse poop like you said he would right but then it goes into that profile yeah. shot and then he just he puts a bag over and it his says head. don't take off the don't take it off just call the boys yeah and he like there's no what he what is it mcdonough what's his name yeah Okay, what he doesn't do is he doesn't linger. No. Like, the, it, it is like you see the gun up to the head, bang. Yeah. Like, there's no time for you to yeah, he's process. Like, he's not, do- and he's not doubting. 
Like he like this. This is it. Yeah, he's he's not messing around. He's yet. had this plan, right? I mean, obviously, he we we learned that he manufactured this the entire whole day. day, right? And it's so good. This letter, I I did not see him killing himself. No, I didn't see that letter or no, the you letter. See it. They show you. <laughs> they literally well, show you. Well, I didn't until yeah. I saw it. Oh, I just meant I didn't see it. And then I see. Wait, wait, what? You did. You did see it. But the his letter to the wife and then the two letters that follow to francis mcdormand and to dixon yeah uh it's just like wow. well you've got one to the wife you've got one to francis mcdormand and then you've got dixon the one to dixon yeah <laughs> i think i just said that exactly did you say i said francis mcdormand the wife oh i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah all three of those like wow it was so it was so clever and original the way yeah. he did those things so do you think woody harrelson is an a-lister I don't think he can open a movie. Yeah, it's true. I think he's known, and I think he's great in everything he shows up in. Yeah, but yeah, it's like he's not. He's just not that what Tom we, Cruise. What are, what are I think we, he can get an art house movie greenlit. Yeah, yeah I don't cool. think he could get. What you know? Wasn't he just in something that was based on a graphic novel? What was the one where he was like the the asshole with the heart of gold? Well, he All just, of them. That's true. What was that episode of Three's Company where there's the misunderstanding <laughs> and then hilarity ensues? Oh, was that the one with the one guy? Yeah, and the oh, two, yeah. the two girls, and then they yeah. had trouble playing the rent. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, one of them uses a thigh master. He's been in a ton of movies lately. So he was just in those Hunger Games movies, which was really yeah, big. Yeah, okay. And then he was in uh, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes as the bad guy. Oh yeah, most yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. But he was in something with uh, the gal with with Dern, with Laura Dern. Where they have like he's like a oh I know it was based on a graphic novel and I cannot think of what it was what called. happened in that he like he has the he it's not Tourette's but he just like says the most ridiculous things to people and he oh I've, I can see that poster now yeah. yeah I didn't watch it it's like a one it's like his name it's like a one word movie it's Wilson. Wilson Wilson that's yeah. what it is I didn't see that's it. a comic book yeah is it yeah okay. yeah I heard uh, good things too I did too. So uh, so the wife wakes up. She hears the gunshot, and then she goes and finds the. Does she? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she goes out. She she knows. She starts crying. She, she sees the letter and starts. Yeah, crying. she knows what's going to happen. Uh, but he's reading his letter to her, and it's and a beautiful letter. It, it, and, but it's but it's also it's a beautiful it's a beautifully written letter. But it's also written as Willoughby would have said it. Yeah. So and it's hilarious. Like yeah, Marshall wants to talk about this movie too. Yeah. So Tom leaves to go to the bathroom, and <laughs> Marshall, the dog walks Marshall's in. Gonna, so. Yeah, he's sitting in Tom's chair. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. Put the, head, the headphones go on like that. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, can I get an audio check, Marshall? <laughs> woof, woof, woof. Perfect. Excellent. So, yeah, I, I love it. And again, so it's we, we see that McDonough can write, obviously, very comedic tones yeah. from, from his, all of his movies that we've seen thus far. He's, he's a great writer with comedy. He can write a, a really good story. But this is also very sentimental. Like you sure, said, it's... Sure. it's it's comedic in that dark humor type of way or in that Woody Harrelson type of way, you could say. That's more But it's still very touching because of what he says about the day. It was the perfect day. And then, you know, like, you talked it, about the joke with the poetry. Right. And, and then he says, you know, for a while, I know you're going to hate me and you're going to hate me for doing this. But it was like, I weigh this against the two weeks that we might have left together. And me versus- being in... And yeah, versus the two weeks that I'm going to see you and con- and the kids in constant pain from dealing with me, and I decided that you know this is actually the when he's still able to have his facilities, yeah. and take care of business on his so own. So very very faculties. I like facilities. <laughs> yeah. I just use the facilities. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, yeah, he yeah. can't use the facilities if he's dead. Yeah, so he still there has it is. facilities. Has still has his facilities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he like even the letter. He's just like if there's something on the other side. I'll see you there. If, if not, not, it was fun while, while yeah, I was here. It's like, God, it's awesome. So then he go the 
Frances McDormand is at her job and she uh, is this the creepy gift shop customer? So it's initially the creepy gift shop customer where the guy walks yeah. in. He was just like, "Oh, you're Mildred Hayes or whatever," and he's she's just like, "Do I know you?" Yeah, is this, like, I mean, could this get any more uncomfortable? Jeez, yeah, this he guy could have raped her. <laughs> like that's the well, next step that makes correct, it even more but, uncomfortable. But geez, like this guy is a it's a weird because bag. so they set this up and you're just like, well, that's the guy. Like uh, that's absolutely like no guy. doubt yeah uh, yeah because he said he's like maybe I was the guy that knew your daughter and blah blah and I I love her understated reaction did you yeah yeah maybe maybe uh, yeah maybe I you know and and he picks up like, like a like a bunny and he chucks it at her yeah and uh, as he's getting ready to leave she's like you owe me seven dollars and he was like yeah I'll get it on my way back through yeah and then where in, you're like oh this is gonna come back <laughs> yeah. around in walks the sheriff's wife and she. Everybody in this town is livid at her because they believe that the billboards caused Willoughby yeah, to commit like he suicide. Was, he there, felt shame. There's a news right. report right before this where the gal, the interviewers, the first time she wants to get the good story and it's a positive thing. And then before the gift shop scene, she's watching the TV or maybe it's at the gift shop, wherever it is. And they're like, oh, he that's took his right, own that's life. Right. And maybe it's because of Could it these have been billboards because of from this? These la- this last report. This reporter thinks maybe, <laughs> you know typical fake news yeah um and so she comes in and she says boy you don't know how lucky i am to see you and then she's oh no i think it's like i i never thought i'd be happy to see you Uh, she doesn't say it like that no she doesn't say it in a negative way no she's like she's just looking on the window and i don't even think she'd be the last person i wanted she doesn't know who she is because it because once she hears who she is she goes oh i'm so sorry for like that's true she does have the the reaction yeah 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 but she says she said hey i just want to stop by and drop off this letter from my husband that killed himself yeah and, and she's just like yeah. and it's an emotional scene and well written and that's why i wish the accent thing didn't bleed through yeah. because it really is a good performance she's very emotional i initially thought this was the gal from your next hmm. but i think she's bigger i think she's like that gal on your next was kind of thin oh, and melissa spelt. mccarthy yeah easy buddy <laughs> this gal was i think she was not as skinny Gotcha. As the other, because the other gal is super skinny. I'm just gonna say that this girl is not fat. I mean, this no. this woman's beautiful. Yes. So we're yeah. You're she crazy. Looks, if she you looks think. familiar, but I don't know from where. Gotcha. Um, we also forget to mention that we get a flashback uh, to the day the daughter goes missing or the, the, last, conversation. the last conversation. You know, her name is Abby Cornish. Oh, that's why do I just put it anywhere? <laughs> I did <laughs> look look her up though. Like she's that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, she's an actress that, yeah, yeah. that you know. What was she? All right, well, it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, the the daughter who's... Sucker Punch. Oh, well, I hate to say that I own a copy of that movie, but I own you a copy own of that two. movie. I own one. You probably own the original and then the no, director's cut. No, I just cut. have the director's cut. That's the only one I've got. Um, so the daughter, who is a character from Supernatural... And Limitless with Bradley Cooper. She's oh, the main female in that. Okay. She was in Geostorm, which you may or may I not have seen this year. May not have seen that. And the, uh, I owned a Geoprism. Does that count? <laughs> uh, not for the storm part. I don't like to brag. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, that power steering? The RoboCop <laughs> reboot. I'm guessing she's, oh, she's the wife. Murphy's wife. Yeah, she is the so, wife. Yeah, you, right. you know okay. this actress. Uh, and, did you say, did you just groan? No, I said, oh. Geo, <laughs> Geoprism, if, if you need power steering. Uh, they they give you a monster energy drink. <laughs> that's, that's, that's your power steering. That's your power option. steering. Yeah. You, just, you just pour it into your tummy. Yes, like that's what that is. And she wasn't seven psychopaths. So, ah, he's all so she's a, she's a she's a regular. Yeah. Okay. So she's the a regular for yeah. yeah. So we get this flashback to where the daughter is just like, oh, can I have the car? And she's just like, oh. no, like you were smoking weed, like you're not going to get the car. 
massive fight, massive. I, I love the joke between the the son. Yeah, uh, both of you. Okay, I'm gonna say it. Both of you stop being ready. Both of you stop being cunts. And she's what is? Well, the girl calls her that, and the mom says, "Don't call me a cunt." And yeah. Then, and then, and then he and said, she, she says there will be no more cunts in this house and he and says what are you moving yeah, out what are you yeah. moving like, out God, it's so good and then he goes it was a joke it was yeah. like he immediately like wasn't being serious yeah, at the same she, time with the with the way these these three talk to each other it's like it's fair game yeah, yeah. no for yeah. sure yeah. but he immediately like he had to throw his hands up right he says that was just a joke was, right that's great she leaves and she was like oh i'm probably gonna get raped and she's like i hope you get raped and then she walks out the door. Well, she says, I hope I do. Like, she doesn't say probably. She goes, I hope I get raped. Oh, the yeah, way. that's and true. And she goes, I hope you do, too. Yeah. And then, boom, fades to Close, black. And she's looking at the daughter's the room. bedroom. And it's that is where it really hits hard. Because if you already knew she was in mental anguish, she's going through some deep crap. And then you see their last words to one another. Right. And that's what comes true yeah, when she loses her daughter. Not, not, it's, yeah. yeah. It's pretty So bad. this is why I think the insight into the character it, it goes even deeper and it's even more impactful when you see the way that sure Frances mcdormand's sure. character is acting because she's she's dealing with that and she's been blaming herself certainly so we this is where this is also where we're introduced to john hawks uh who plays the ex-husband who has run away with his 19 year old mistress and that 19 year old mistress was hilarious she yeah. was great she, she was, was funny uh like so there's a very intense scene where John Hawks, uh, who you know from Deadwood and uh, from Dusk Till Dawn. Was it uh, Winter's Bone or was it Marcy Mary May Marlene? I can't remember which oh, one know. of those movies he was in. He's really good. Yeah. It might have been with uh, Elizabeth Olsen that Marcy. I, I can never remember the way to say it because there's so much alliteration in the damn thing. It's a really, really good movie. Is it new? No, no, no. It's several years oh, old, okay. but it's one of Elizabeth Olsen's best performances. I mean, she's amazing in it. Uh, better than The Scarlet Witch? Yes, better oh, than the Scarlet okay. Witch. Well, I uh, sure. But I think he's a really creepy dude in that. He always plays. So I mean, he doesn't. In Deadwood, he's like the Jewish uh, store owner. Yeah, and it is uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene. Okay, that's say tough. that three nice. times fast. No, I won't. But he plays a, a creepster in that. Yeah. Um. So he comes and he, you know, he kind of says she was gonna leave, and I told her don't. Like she was gonna come stay with me, and I said don't. Your mother, I'm not a good dad. Your mother loves you very much. And he's like, and I wish I would have told her that because if I had told her to come with me, she'd still be alive. And she's just like, oh, you're full of crap. And he's just like, ask Fruit Loop Boy over there. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't like you yeah. at all. Yeah, that's another gut punch right there yeah. where it's like just another way that it's like, oh, I could have saved her life. And she's already contemplating because of what happened. Right. You know, how it went down, how she could have done things differently. And she's seeing all these things and blaming herself for the death right and this is just another thing yeah and in meantime he's he's flipped the table and got her on a chokehold right and then the son actually comes up with a knife knife. and then the girl (laughs) has to use the bathroom and sees that is this awkward i feel like this is awkward yeah i'll just hold it it's fine it's fine and then on the way out she goes why don't you go take zoo girl and get out of here (laughs) oh well funny funny story um (laughs) they were letting people go at the zoo and it was a case of first uh last in first out right so i got fired for the job (laughs) but i'm going to work with the handicapped horses or the horses for the disabled so i'm cleaning up after them. So I've got a job. Yeah, and it's just like it's it, and they the just, Willoughby's need somebody to take care of the horses. <laughs> oh, they do. There's a new opening. But uh, oh, it's yeah, the other is yeah, yeah. His, so, yeah. his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more than one. Yeah. Bump. So they all, all four of them, just turn around or all three of them look at her. And she's like, and, I'm just gonna leave. And she just she doesn't say anything. She walks <laughs> out. It's like it, she it was, was really a great, funny. great comedic relief right, right in there. So uh, this is where so. 
Dixon is constantly looking at Red from across because like the police station's across the street from the advertising agency. We see a few scenes where uh, Frances McDormand, when she's being interrogated, looks out and you see him. They keep showing that it's across the you street. Can, it's right across yeah. the street. So in uh, Dixon's rage that Willoughby is, is dead, he goes across. He smashes out the window yeah. at, the, at the door. Can I also say I love the the shot and the way they set the this tracking up. shot. So yeah, it starts with him listening to ABBA yeah. on his headphones. Yeah, and he's just like hanging out in the office being a doofus because that's what he is—a complete just <laughs> and dingle. And he sees somebody throw a chair in the background. Well, in the background, you see yeah. people sad and consoling, and then someone, the captain or whoever, throws the chair, and then he's like, "Whoa, he's what's like, going what's on going here?" On? And then that's when you get the bathroom scene where where they're both very close and right. the first time i thought they were both crying together and i thought they had something but it's just dixon because he passed out when he heard the news right and the other guy was trying to like splash water on his face and hold him up and then after that he leaves the bathroom and He's, it's just like that one awesome tracking uh-huh. shot where he takes his baton out he smashes and, the window to yeah. go th- he doesn't even open the door he just yeah, smashes yeah. The, the middle window. middle of the day the door surely is open right but he just, so there is yeah. a what you do what you kind of see in the background is this african-american dude older dude who's like in the background and you don't, like, you don't see that until the very end. Is that right? You don't, you don't see, see him, him until he walks through. back through. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. he goes up the steps and he goes in and the, the Pen- not Penelope, but the girl in the office starts screaming. Yeah. So he takes his pistol and just beats the shite out of Red. Red. And he's busted up his face. He hits him twice. He he pistol whips him twice in the face. That's all it and takes. then smashes the window out and, and then, then throws, throws him out, out the window. window. <laughs> and that so And the girl yells at him, "What are you doing?" And, and he, he just goes he and he, smacks, he does the palm thing. Yeah. No, he does that like right up her nose, whatever that move well, is that called. Well, that will that can kill you. That'll kill you. Yeah. yeah, that's what he did. He goes boom like oh, and he? then walks I out. I thought he yeah. punched her, but No, right. he did the palm thing. Yeah. I, what's that called, police officer? I don't know. Illegal. It's called illegal. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a palm strike is what yeah. it is, but it's you don't do that. It was nasty. Yeah. Man. Unless you're like, you know, in the jungle fighting the predator or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the only time that movie yeah, is dubbed illegal. That is it's dubbed banned legal. from uh, Earth. It's banned yeah. from WWE, certainly. You can't do it. But jungle's fighting the Ju- predator. I'm telling you. What That's... are you going to do, Kevin? Nothing. <laughs> palm That's strike. Ju- palm strike. I'm practicing the double palm Two, strike. Yeah, you might have to. <laughs> Try to break those little claws off. In so, face. again, like tracking shot, they track him all the way back down and across the street going back to the police station. And then it's the guy from The Wire is yeah. standing there outside yeah. with his coffee. And I noticed the second time when you can he, see when, the badge. When Dixon walks in, he yeah. moves his coat and there's a badge there. So I don't know if he, does he put his hands at like. It's on his super hip, subtle. It is. It. I didn't even see it the first time, but he he moves his coat and puts his hands on his hip, which reveals the badge. The badge. So you see that he's a yeah. cop. So he walks in and he's just like, you know, I I was sent down. Of course, the first the sergeant is just like, what do you want? And he was just like, what do you got a? You can't like a reading problem. He's, he's what's like, your name? And he said, and that's where he's like, are you? He's like, it's on my name tag. You got yeah. a reading problem? He's like, oh, I see, because it's you know a hearing problem, but it's it's play on words. I see what you did there. <laughs> and he was just like, I was sent down here to take Willoughby's spot. And he was like, you got your paperwork? And then Dixon's in the background. He's like, yeah, you better show him your paperwork. <laughs> and then, the great. And so finally, the guy, like everybody, he's like, don't you crackers have anything you're supposed to be doing? And they get, <laughs> that's racist. Dixon's isn't like, that- isn't that racist? <laughs> so they all get up and walk away. And he's like, what happened to your hand? He's like, ah, just a little thing. He's like, give me your gun and badge. And he was just like, what? No, I, the way it's written, though, is great. He's like, how are things in the whatever? Or what What does he say? It's not the torturing thing. I'm thinking of that. But he goes, the way he asks it is he's like, he phrases remember. it in a question. They go back and forth. And he goes, how about the give me your gun and your badge 
you know, and that's I, true. I wish I remembered. It was another great line. Yeah. And he's, and he's, he's just, just like, like, what? He, yeah, he's like, no reaction. Gun in your badge. So he gives him the gun, and he's like looking all over <laughs> under his comic books. And this, I mean, Dixon's me- is just a mess. Yeah. The guy is a total slob, and his life's a mess. And so he can't find it. And then he's like, just go. And and so he goes and he picks up his two comic books, and he drops off his uh, belt to the sergeant. And he goes, like, I think I just got fired, or, or, or maybe or maybe suspended. And, like, and the other guy, no, you got fired. Really understand? He goes, he just goes fired fired and he's like oh okay yeah. <laughs> that was great and he walks out right yeah. and this is where he so he we get a call back uh he's at home and he gets a call from the sergeant and the sergeant's just like look there's a letter here for you he's like all right i'll come down and get he's like well first the scene between him and the mom who is that mom like, i don't know she, she's, she's one the, of those actresses that she's shows a character up. actor that is very has it's very fu- distinct it's uh, funny so i just i'm re-watching justified okay and nick cersei who plays the priest in this oh, lannister movie, Nick Cersei Lannister. Yeah, right, right, right. That I actually, get one too. I, you get one too. That's pretty good. So he plays the the priest in this movie. In, in the movie, we're gonna a movie we're gonna talk about later. He shows up again, and I'm just like, what? what? Did Nick Cersei have a career resurgence all of a sudden as a bit part actor? Which I'm fine with because he's great. Well, the son in this movie was just in Lady Bird. Oh, was he really? So it's like, man, that kid's in two breakout Massive art house movies. movies. Well, not mass movies, that, but going to be up for a lot of awards. Yeah. And when they keep making money and award season comes, they will go wide release. Sure. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, like that kid, I, I, I saw them days apart, and I'm like, that kid's in this too, like two really good movies. So, you know, sometimes you just luck out where you get a few jobs and they come out around the same time. Yeah, and that's true. That's praised. true. Uh, yeah, so... So the mom, she goes do you want me to call them and he goes no i don't want my mom calling the police what and then he looks what at her kind goes, of man yeah what who who does that and then he looks at her and goes what would you say yeah. <laughs> tell him to give him your job back it's like no 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 forget oh my it gosh, forget it so great so apparently the dad dies and so at, at a young age and so he has had to live and take care of his mom and that's alcoholic that's mother. why he still lives at home and he is a raging alcoholic yes. i mean we should say that there were scenes and interactions early on in the bar and he's super drunk and and he's having given crap to red and to uh peter, peter dinklage. dinklage's character yeah uh, who's in just a minor few scenes but he's great and and uh red says D- did you tell your mama you were going to be out this- he's like and he's like, no, no. I, well, I, I told my mom I'd be out till one o'clock and he's I might serious. be out late tonight. He, he's, he's totally serious. Yeah. So you see the mental like uh, stunting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the guy, the, the sergeant calls him and says, hey, there's a letter here for you. Um, he's like, all right, I'm on my way. He's like, you still have your key? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, why don't you just come by after everybody's gone and leave the key? And he was just like, okay. So he At goes. First I thought this was a setup. I don't know Didn't what it was. Didn't it seem a little weird, like something suspicious when I he didn't... tells Rock, because like, no, don't come get the letter now. And I get that like tensions are higher or whatnot in the office. But then he's like, why don't you just come after hours? You've got your key. Like, it seemed, I thought he was working with Francis McDormand somehow. Oh, I didn't take oh, it that I way. I either. never, yeah. I just took it as he didn't, didn't want him in the office. Didn't want well, him I was in the clearly office. wrong. I just, I, I, I something yeah. seemed suspicious with the way to get him this letter after hours. And then when it was set up the way it was immediately after, I'm like, oh, this is weird. But yeah. I guess it was just a way to keep him out of there. I guess. So he goes and he gets the letter and he's got his earbuds in. He's reading this really touching letter. He's I like, love this scene. Or Willoughby tells him, he's like, he's you're like, an idiot, but you're a good guy and you really could be good, but you got to lose all that anger. Right. And he says, you know, what you really need to be a 
what you want to be, which is the detective, is love. And then he has a great line where he says, like, now, I know you might think people will think you're gay, <laughs> but if they do, arrest him for homophobia. <laughs> yeah. That will yeah. really surprise him. <laughs> Just great scene. So you see him, and he's almost, like, tearing up. They, and, you know what? He might have been gay because they referenced that at the bar. They yeah. referenced something about being gay at a bar. Well, what, he's talking that, to Red. I think Red's gay. He's I, talk- I think Red's firing on that gal that's in his office. Uh, but I'm pretty sure because he's telling Red the whole conversation at the bar in the beginning was, you know what they do to, to the gays down in Cuba? They kill them. And then he talks about... Fred's what like, the, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I, I took it as Red was gay. But I know he's looking at that girl in the office. Yeah. And, but I think he was more of like her shopping partner. You know, I, know. I took it as their friends, not... Romantic, I thought, but now that you've mentioned that he may have been, they do drop hints every once in a while yeah. that you know he may have been. So, uh, he gets the letter, but while he's reading the letter, Francis McDormand is over in the ad advertising agency chucking Molotov cocktails yeah, at the police so station great. while he's in there. Yeah. So and he's so tuned into this letter, and he's his back is facing the windows where she's throwing them, and she does try to call two different times, and no one answers. Right. So she so, says yeah. screw him, but I don't think she knew anyone was in there. I think she just meant, oh, no one answered the phone, so right. that's I I did my part. Now, no, and she's, so in the last one, it blows the hole in the wall, and he kind of he realizes what's happened. He grabs the file, the Angela Hayes, the Angela case, Hayes yeah. case, and dives out the window covered in flames and 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 it's this is a great and i know i said there's an argument earlier but like in my opinion this is a great way to show that turn in the character that growth because it was the letter that made him but then it was it was peter dinklage who came over and like put him out and then like dinklage was the the chief walks over and he was like what did you see and he's like well we came around the corner and we saw him there and we put him out and he was like are you two a thing and he was just like in the beginning he looks at her he's like is that true she's like we've been on a couple dates <laughs> it was just like well, all right right on like this is she's she ha- she knows she has to go along with it right because if she doesn't she's screwed um but i love what they do with that redemption there the way that the letter was written and the way that it really hit home with him and he knew he has to change clean up his act because he's unemployed well also people hate him i th- getting the validation from woody harrelson that i don't think he ever got because he does call him dumbass or dip throughout the entire thing like he's not being mean he's just like god you're an idiot because he is because he but he loves him like you could tell that he loves this dude well he didn't fire him so he obviously he's constantly not firing right that's the real love but yeah and then he saves that case because he realizes that he he wants to be a detective and he wants to solve the case to get his job back right and and to help so he dives outside the burning window to protect it and just sets himself on fire in the process so he goes to the hospital and he's all wrapped up and he sees they happen to just put him into it he's two-faced they just happen to put him in the same room as Red. red And the guy's Which like, I kind of got to throw. I'm with you. This was the one I was like, BS nah. flag on that. Nope. Yeah. And it, well, I throw a BS flag sort of, but I was like, if it's a small, it's a small town, hospital. And a small hospital. But and they're both I agree. like in critical condition. They're also I guess not going to put a, same. a burn victim anywhere near anybody else. Yeah. If they were both burn victims, maybe then maybe, but but they would never put. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a nice moment though. Where but Red shows compassion for him, correct? And, and it kind of shows him that like, oh. Maybe maybe, the, I, maybe, maybe life doesn't wrong. have yeah. to be like this. Right. And after uh, Dixon apologizes, so like again, the the character has changed at this yeah. point. And he says, "I'm sorry, Red," and, and then he's like, "What do I know you?" And yeah. yeah. So going back to the, there's a line in the letter. It was just like, sometimes a break in the case is just sitting at the bar at the right time. Yeah, some guy in a That's bar. That's McDormand. 
Was that what it was? Yeah, he says it to her. And her, but he's like ah. sometimes he's like sometimes he's go on forever and what well, just it's five years guy, down the road some guy in a bar is bragging and then there you go and there you and go that's the scene we get now is uh, Sam Rockwell sitting in the bar his face is all kind of healed up but still kind of gross and uh, the guy from earlier the creepy guy from the gift shop sits down with his buddy and starts talking about details of a case where he raped a gal and set her on fire a bunch and of people watched a bunch of people watched and Rockwell is just like, Rockwell goes out. He's pretty slick about it. Like this is some good detective. He wants work to be a Rockwell. detective. Yeah. I, I again, I really like the change. Uh, he's such a good actor, and and to see him not be a, a character that you completely hate because you hate him earlier in this right. movie, and he does terrible things. So like to see him trying to crack the case is really neat. Yeah. So he goes out. He looks at the the uh, smokes a cigarette. Smokes looks the, the license, license plate, plate. Gets that. Goes back inside, and then he's not drunk yet, but he plays up that drunk card. Sits down. He's like, you know, he goes to the bar. He does the whole little two taps and turns around. He's just kind of looking at this oh, guy. He double tap the bartender. He double tap the bartender. Oh wow! Well, you always I got double, John you, John Wick. You always double tap, Kevin. If <laughs> Zombieland has taught me anything, yeah. um, so the guy's just like, "What are you looking at? Like, what's your deal?" He's like, "No, nothing, nothing at all." Just, oh wow! Yeah. So he goes he's to like sit, Gomer Pyle or nah, something. Just Gomer Pyle. Uh, that's your tribute for Gomer Pyle. Thank you. You're welcome. You're the only one at this table. Yes. <laughs> Is he the one that just passed away? Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, so he sits down. And he's just like, you want to see a magic trick? And the guy's like, just do the trick. And he scratches him. And I was like, that's yeah. brilliant. I, yeah. I, I, like, knew, I mean, well after the letter and him wanting to be a detective. So I thought, I thought he was just going to take like, he's going to take the punches and somehow get the DNA. No, I was like, that scratch. I'm like, brilliant. It's going to be under his fingernails. Right. Yeah. Was, right. I love so, it. And he takes a beating. So he goes home and he grabs like, you know, like a vial and he puts like the piece of skin and he gives it, and he he goes to Francis McDormand. He's like, "Look, we may have him. I don't know. Like, I it, it's possible. He said some stuff that seemed right, but we just gotta wait." And they have a nice conversation where she's like, "I was being given beginning to give up hope. Like, right. so this the, is more than I had in a long time." Well, that's that's at the on the phone. Yeah, where she so they they test the DNA, and it turns out it's not the guy. Uh, he sits down with the police. Uh, Rockwell sits down with the police chief. He's like, "Man, you did great." Like, you did great work. That's awesome police work. It's not him. And he was just like, no. Like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, he wasn't even in the country. He's like, well, where was he? He's <laughs> like, it's classified. I talked to his commanding officer, and, it's and cla- he was and out of the country. And it's classified. And he was like, well. If, if I tell you he had a commanding officer <laughs> and he was out of the country, where do you think he'd be? He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, I'll give you a clue. It was, it was Sandy. Sandy. And he's just like, like, I don't. That could be anywhere. Uh, I would so wait for him to be like, Who's Sandy? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty He's good. So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so he calls her back and just says, "Look, it's not him. I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't mean to get your hopes up." And she, this is the line where yeah. she's like, "I haven't had hope in months or years. Like, this is the first time I've had hope. months. Months. She whatever. died nine months ago. That was? So, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's like, but I've got his information. Uh, he's, I know where he, he lives. He may not have raped your daughter, but he's a rapist, yeah. and I know where he lives. And she was just like, "Where?" He goes, "Idaho." That's funny. She's like, that's funny. I was ready to take a trip to Idaho. I'm, le- like, I'm going there in the morning. She's like, can I, you want some company? And she's just like, yeah, yeah, I do. So they get in the car. There are a couple times where I wish the movie would have ended. Oh, it like, did? Well, don't I'm, worry. I'm, no, I'm it's just, gonna. <laughs> but I'm saying like, I think that hanging up the phone would have been a great ending because the oh. stuff that happens, there's not much else. So like, oh, I'm going there in the morning. You want company? Well, fade to black. I mean, I think that would have been a nice closing. Cause I, like, I like the closing that we, we got. I like the closing we got because I think if they ended where you, where you just referenced, you would have assu- you would have been like, yeah, they're going there to kill that guy. Where 
the way it yeah. ends in the car. You're not 100% sure. It's sure. like, I don't think they're going to kill that guy. I just feel like... Yeah. I, I think, think they're going to... Like, this movie's all about anger and the cycle of anger and, and how growing. it breeds more anger. Yeah. Right. And, and that... You, I think that they're going to... St- I, I took it... Is they're both kind of like, yeah, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. Right. So there's a scene that we kind of skipped as Dinklage takes uh, Francis McDormand on a date and like the pretty the, heartbreaking scene. The, the ex-husband walks in with Penelope and he, some like, great one-liners. He the circus in town. And, Does yeah, he juggle? Yeah. <laughs> and she's going along with it. Yeah. You know, like she's she's right there with yeah, him. Yeah, she is mean to this guy. Yeah. And it really is heartbreaking when Dinklage is, has his turn. Yeah, just like, yeah. I'm not the catch. But the line where he's like, Penelope's taught me that anger only begets anger, and she's just like. Did she actually use the word beget? Yeah. And so she walks at the end of like finally her. She grabs a bottle where earlier in the movie she's holding the bottle like she's going (laughs) to conk a guy. Right. But she actually listened to what this girl said. Right. And so did you did you really say begets? And she's Uh, like, yeah, I read it on a on a bookmark on a book I was reading. I was reading about Uh, polio polio or polo. Polo. Which one's the one with the horses? (laughs) And he's just (laughs) John, John, whatever his name is, just like polo. She's like, yeah, right, that. So, but like, yeah, and that's how. So they get in the car, and then she's like, "Are we really gonna do this? Are we really gonna kill this guy?" And he was just like, oh, "Are we?" And fade to black. Yeah. But it, this is this was phenomenal. Like it, I it might be in my top. I have to go back and figure out what I, the, what the f we've watched in the last year. Well, see, you still gotta watch Lady Bird. You still I gotta do. watch the Disaster Artist. There are some big Not ones really coming keen out. on the Disaster Artist. I don't know. Like it's we'll go see. see it. We'll see. Uh, I think it's going to be the movie of next week. So yeah, yeah. I will see it. Don't yeah. worry. Have no fear. Yeah, <laughs> we've made you see worse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, this was it was uh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was it a was good movie. A really good movie. Loved yeah. it. Really solid. So uh, Dan is here. So there's no video recovery. He's not so, here. So uh, I guess we will uh, go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers or at our website, realspoilers.com. So that's it for this episode. Uh, coming up on next week, we'll, we're skipping the box office. It'll be a two for next yeah. week, right? So yep. we'll, we don't know which episode we'll line up next, but it'll be either Shape of Water or Water. Water. If you're not from South County, Shape of Water. Where did that come from? Uh, shape of Water. Or uh, the disaster artist. But either way, you'll get to hear both eventually. So Have thanks, no fear. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Sam Deeds decides to not solve the murder. Uh, one, two. Prince and before you. That's what I said now. Princess, Francis, who adore you. Go ahead now. One has diamonds in his pockets. That's some bread now. This one, he wants to buy you lockets. Ain't in his head now. Hey, hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.